0: so I've been thinking of doing this for a while now Um, it's funny but I just never got around to doing it Um, but today I have decided that I'll start it whether I continue or not I mean the most important thing is to start so today I'm speaking on a very important topic um, I've titled it faith obviously <laughs> I for me I believe that um, getting into my life getting into like me talking about myself, first of all, I have to talk about the most important thing, which is my faith. Um, I grew up in a Christian home. I was born into it, and... I grew up there, and it wasn't... you know, For me, it wasn't... Um, there wasn't much to it, obviously grew up in a Christian home, attended Sunday school, attended midweek services, attended church, and I mean, these were just things that I did as a person growing up in a Christian home. But for the Christians out there who have um, found Christ, When I say found Christ, I mean like who have a relationship with him. You know that it is not enough to grow up in a Christian home. You know that uh, you need to make a conscious effort. You need to take that first step, you know, to build in a relationship. But beginning, let's start with it. You know, to begin in a relationship with Christ, you need to take that first step you cannot say on the basis of I grew up in a Christian home that's okay that implies that you have a relationship with God it doesn't work that way so yeah um I was fairly certain that I had an all right relationship I you know I wasn't particularly um a bad child or anything I didn't sin. I didn't I wasn't naughty (laughs) i wouldn't have made santa's naughty list obviously i was a pretty good student okay what i used to do then was i mean um i would make these bargains with god right i mean it may seem silly to me or to some now but then it was i was a child so it was very It made all the sense in the world. So I'll make these bargains with God, and I'll tell him that, okay, if I carried the first position in my class then in primary school, I would give him so-so-and-so amount of money as offering, as, you know, as, um, you know, just a seed. And, you know, I'll carry that, I'll get that position, I'll I'll come out first, and I'll obviously pay my um, promise to him, pay my pledge. And you know, it happened till I was in secondary school. There were things I would just, you know, go and ask him for, and he would just give me, you know, I'll pray about it, I'll fast about it, and it was just these things that you know showed that I had, um, somewhat of a burden relationship, yeah, with God, and um, you know. I can't. I continued like that anyway, because, I mean, to me, it was, I have something, right? But I had never, you know, consciously said one day, okay, God, you know what? I mean, not be a sinner or anything, but I want to make this decision to follow you, to have a relationship with you. So it was, I think it was when I just left secondary school and I was, I was having, um, It was, you know, the summer between secondary school and the beginning of university. And I just found myself wanting more out of my relationship with God. I don't know why. I don't know what triggered it. I just know it happened. I found myself wanting more, you know, out of my relationship with God. And I took a conscious step um i can't remember if it was a sunday or what day of the week it was but i know it was sometime in september so uh august september ish so i took a conscious step and i said okay you know what i may not have you know been in the world or anything but i want to you yeah, know I'm, I'm, i want to i'm taking a conscious step today to a better relationship with God have a better relationship with Christ so I did that and then I went to I went for an E levels program because I wasn't able to enter university that year so i went for an E levels program and in the E levels I just I think that was my first introduction to a better relationship let me put it that way my first introduction to a better relationship and I I just, I found this excitement, you know, serving God, doing these things. I was, um, I, we had a fellowship in the program, you know, we used to meet, um, I can't remember was it, Thursdays, Wednesdays or Thursdays, we used to meet, and then you see people, you see young, young people, you know serving god young people burning for god and it was so exciting and it was wonderful you know these are things that excite people into following god And i don't know i don't know if i hadn't you know if i hadn't gone for that program i don't uh, i don't know how my faith would have turned out but i went for that program god specifically positioned you know now that i look back and i think about it yeah god did that yeah (laughs) because I got to meet all these young people who wanted to know more about God. You know, I used to just look at them and I just used to be in so much awe of them. And then we had this youth pastor who used to come and talk to us. And it was just such an awesome time, such an awesome experience. And thinking back, I realized that really, really God God positioned me, you know, in that place at that time for such a time as that. And just thinking about it has me really excited um shout out to you guys you know who helped me in esc i mean you may not know it but you did help me just looking at you serve god m- made me want to serve god more um so yeah shout out to you guys uh but okay after after my a levels i went on to university and in the university, I i don't know, I, I loved God, I, there's never a time in my life where I haven't loved God, so yeah, I loved God and I was a member of a fellowship, but um, I've come to realize that we are all built for different circumstances. Different situations and different environments, yeah. Um some of us thrive in sedate worship. When I say sedate worship I mean you know the calm and the just the that's I don't wanna call it how do I put this? Let me just leave it at that sedate worship. (laughs) Some of us thrive there. You know, Bible studies, courses, those kind of things. I ain't throwing any shades. I'm just stating facts. So some of us thrive there. But some of us want more. It's like we know that we are in a Bible-believing place, yes we don't fault their worship style but it's just not us it's not true to our you know inner self we want we want to talk about the reckless love we want to experience the reckless love we want to we want it raw we want it renegade you know we we just want it in its most unrefined form that's what some of us want and that is what pushes some of us to want better you know we're listening to some preachers and we're like okay you're good you're telling the truth I mean you're you're, you're, telling, you're, you're preaching the gospel <laughs> that is not a fact but then we don't we want to listen to other preachers who are telling us that you know what you may never have had that you know that aha moment in your christianity where you were like oh i was once a sinner i was once in the wall i was there." but see you can have something spectacular right so that's what some of us want so when i was in university i was i was um exposed to state worship and i realized yeah that's not my style <laughs> That's not my style at all. And I mean, I went through it because, yeah, that was a phase of my life. Um, but when I got to the law school, Nigerian law school, I realized that I couldn't continue where I was because it wasn't me. It wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't getting the most that I could get out of God where I was at that point. So I. Exposed myself. To a different kind of worship. And I can. Categorically tell you that. In law school. My faith. Grew so. Exponentially that. I didn't want to leave that environment. It was like. I was scared that. If I left. I would never be able to experience that kind of raw unadulterated worship in my life again. I was so terrified about leaving. Because I just I just wanted to continue in that place. I had such a lovely family. From my church to my prayer group to my um to the class fun family i had such a lovely family and it was such an awesome time and i was just so excited about that period of my life and i was i was so scared that if i left i would just you know I just be going from um you know from this mountain to this valley and it's a good thing that hill song sang I'll praise you in the mountain i'll praise you in the valley, you know whatever it is mountains in my way the valleys in my way, whatever whatever it is i'm gonna praise you because when i got to my n y c it wasn't i was it wasn't um a sedate worship style per se it was just uh it was like a far cry from my law school experience uh my n y c year was a tough one for me because Lost tested my faith, but NYSC stretched it from the beginning of the whole thing, NYSC stretched my faith, NYSC, NYSC just, you know, made me, how do I put this now, made me see God from a different perspective, from a different light. The Bible says, "Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen." I remember. Okay, I was initially posted to the north, yeah, Borno State to be precise. Um, for the Nigerians listening to this, um, I wanted to be posted to Lagos State. So anyway, I went for my I went for my three weeks orientation orientation camp, and. Yeah, I mean, I got anywhere I am. I just, I'm looking for the God in that place. You know, I'm looking for the Christian gathering in that place. I want to be part of it. So I found NCCF, that's a Nigerian Christian Corpus Fellowship. I found it, I incorporated myself there. I joined the choir. It was nice. Um, It was really, really good because, I mean, after a long day of Sean and yes sir and left right and you know obviously all that you know you're looking for something to just go home to and while I was in camp NCCF was my home um, I would just after a long day I would just run home to them and you know camp was fun and all that but then I left camp and I was trying to get myself reposted to Lagos State and that didn't work out. In fact, that on its own is a long story because okay, I was posted to Ogun State, right? Some people say oh it's Ogun State, it's just beside Lagos State. I'm telling you Mexico Mexico is beside the US, but it's not the US. Mexico. She has a border with the US, but it's not the US. So I'm not saying Oakland State is Mexico. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I mean Oakland State is not legal state, obviously. So I tried, you know, and then a lot of people were getting reposted. So a lot of people that didn't, you know, get legal they were getting reposted, and um, you know, I, I on my my group chat this group chat i joined on uh, my church group chats but when i was in law school um you'll see them you know come with their testimonies so, oh praise the lord i was just reposted to lagos State. And I'm, i was very excited for them because i mean i was expecting mine too and you know expecting mine shouldn't diminish my happiness for others so you know these guys will come up, oh hey i was posted to lagos state oh yeah yeah thank god for you and this went on I went to camp in, um, I think I finished camp in October, yeah, and so for those of us that were redeploying, we couldn't get anything done till December, so I had from October till December to sort that out, so mean yeah. once somebody came to the group chat to say, oh they had just been reposted, I would run to my um, NYC page to check if my posting had changed And every time it was Ogun State, it was still Ogun State. And I just used to tell myself, you know, you know what? God saves his best for last. And that's what I would tell myself when I see these people, you know, coming with their own testimonies. And at one one point in time, I was just very, very sad. I was very sad because... I mean i was cl- i was pretty close to the guys organizing this redeployment yeah and i knew they were trying their best for me i think that was what hurt most i knew they were trying their best for me i knew they wanted me back but somehow something was stopping them was stopping it from happening and every time you know they would get a call that a new batch had been rede- redeployed they would come to me and tell me, essay go check your page." I would go. I'll check my page, and nothing. It was like, you know, taunting me. You think you're going to get reported from Google? Say, get over it. But like, tell, um, <laughs> "Daddy, Daddy, will say, "Come off it." <laughs> it was it was terrible because I would just be on this high, high. And then I'll just go check the pig and I'll just, you know, come down. And, you know, for months I was doing that from October to December. And by December I had to go to the secretariat to begin my, um, what do they call it? Clearance or whatever. You know, that initial clearance. And by November, by the time I went to law school, nothing had happened. Or rather, by the time I was called to the bar, nothing had happened. So I was just... This was me in this... It was like a loop, an endless loop. And... Oh, thank God, I've been reposted! Ethic runs to check her page and... Still open states. And they're like, you know what? Maybe it's your phone. Check it on a laptop. And I checked it on laptops and it was still the same thing. I told people to check in for me and it was still the same thing. And so that period, I was... I was tested. Yeah. And the funny thing is, while I was waiting for that to happen, our law school results came out. Yeah. Which came out first? Posting a law school result. I can't even remember. I think law school results came out first. And so I was so sure that God, God could do anything. Because I made a first class and I was like, I mean, God did this. God did this. So God can cause me to be reposted from Ogun State to Lagos State. But the question is, what happens when it isn't God's plan? How is your faith then? When you have had faith, had so much faith. In something, and it turns out that that wasn't God's plan. How does your faith hold up in that situation? Yeah, so I waited and waited and waited, and it, eventually I just, sometime in December, I just told myself, you know what, I'm gonna go to the Clarence, Northern State, and I did. I went. I did it. And because if you don't have an offer letter from a place of primary assignment, they'll just end up throwing you to wherever they feel like. I had to, I mean, this happened late because I wasn't thinking, I wasn't expecting to be in, to still be in Oakland State, so I hadn't even checked for, um, you know, PPAs in Oakland State. In fact, as a matter of fact, I had sent out so many letters, so many sp- I sent out my application to so many law firms in Lagos and I had even gotten some callbacks from some, you know, telling me that, you know what, when you get your redeployment to Lagos, let us know. And that never happened. So I never really, really checked out any place in Lagos State. So, you know, I had just a limited amount of time to do that. And so I went searching. And it turns out that Ogun State doesn't really have luxurious law firms like Lagos State, so... You know, I told myself, oh, Babcock is there, I mean, Babcock is a good option. So... And I'd already, you know, I'd always thought, you know what, academics, yeah, academics sounds about right, so... I mean, Babcock gave me that... um... start for that so i began at babcock or rather i got an offer letter from babcock and it turns out that they don't pay as much as they seem to pay they don't pay a quarter as much as you think they pay (laughs) or even a tenth as much as you think they pay i don't know they don't pay they don't pay well that's just the bottom line but i mean It was academic and it was like my best option at that point in time, so I took it. And one would think I had given up hope. Did I? I probably did. Because I mean this is I'd been waiting for the redeployment for about three months and nothing was happening. So I was like I told my friends and everybody that was trying to get me redeployed, you know what? I think this Ogun State is God's planned for me. So I'm just going to ride with it. So you guys, please stop trying to get me reposted because I don't want to begin in Babcock. And then I will now open my portal and see that I have been reading a boy to Lagos. I'm like, you know what, just let it go. Um, I'll visit I'll visit as often as I can. I mean, like you guys said, Ogun State here. So I went to Ogun State... And those were some trying periods, man. Because I know we talk about comparison a lot. We talk about not comparing ourselves with others a lot. But sometimes it's difficult not to do. Especially when you guys are in similar circumstances. And you're like, also this person is doing better than me and everything. So yeah, that was, um, that was a kind of rough period for me. Especially considering how much I was being paid. Um, like I said, my faith was tested a lot then. I had some, um, some discussions, I will call it, with God. I was like, you know what? You told me that I could hope, that I could ask. And then you do this... I'm sure. I'm sure God would have just been looking at me at those times and be like, Yeah. But my plans aren't your plans. The plans I have for you are plans of good. You don't know what would have happened if you had gone to Lagos. So yeah. Um I mean, but I got to meet some very awesome people while I was in um Ogun State. And I still I still, you know, got to visit, got to visit with my friends, my Lagos friends. And it was like, every time I came back to Lagos, it was like, oh, S is around. Yeah, it was, so it was fun Um, being in Ogun State and visiting Lagos. Um, but then I finished... NYC and the question was after NYC what next? I I, had I'd always seen myself you know beginning my master's immediately after NYC but then one thing led to another and I wasn't able to start so right now I have applied to schools yeah we're waiting and we're hoping to see what God has planned so that has been the journey of my faith so far let's just say right now it's, this is a bit more delicate than waiting to be redeployed to Lagos this particular instance um, I don't know what I would do if I don't get what I'm waiting for but it's all about faith right and knowing that God's plans aren't always our plans so yeah um it's been wonderful talking to you guys today hope to do it another time, hope it doesn't take me months to do this again um i've loved this by the way i've enjoyed every minute of it and every second of it i will yeah i'll talk to you guys soon bye